Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are at week, I think this is what, week six? Starting on the second book in our series, Promote Yourself, Creating Business and Personal Success in the Certain Way. Hi, Wallace Wattles. Right now, I think I'm the only chicken on the phone, but it won't stay that way. live. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? It's funny. I kicked on a recording. Uh, I kicked on the announcement about uh, recorded live when you signed on. Oh, it doesn't usually do that? Uh-uh. No, I've never heard it not. do that before. I've never heard it do that before. Oh. So. oh, no, no, no. You know what? It was probably me. I think it was me. I was I was mimicking it. Oh. <laughs> I, I said, I said, talk, shoot, or so, whatever. It's, I was mimicking it. Oh, okay. That was, when I, heard, I was like, wow, I've never heard it do that before. <laughs> Cute. How are you this morning? Re- recorded live. <laughs> That's it, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Very good impersonation of talk shoes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm I'm doing well. I have some physical complaints that I'm not used to. Um, but other than that, I'm good. I just I think I pinched a nerve in my back. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, it's it's in a weird place, like in the in my back under my ribs. Yeah. I I don't know how I did it. But um, anyway, it's quite bothersome. But uh, I finally caved in and took some Advil, and um, have been sitting on the heating pad, and it, it is—it's relieved the pain. So I really shouldn't complain. So there. How are you? Um, I am, for the most part, good. Yeah. Yep. For the most part, good. I definitely am chugging along. Chugging along. So I'm sure I could complain about things, but I don't want to. <laughs> it's not going to help me. So, no, I'm good. I'm good. Wait, what's that? you said you're trying to think of what things? No, I said I'm sure I could complain about things, but I don't oh, want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must be focused on, on increase and the thinking uh-huh. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Becoming the woman who can. Precisely. <laughs> yeah, that girl. Yeah. That girl. Yeah, so I'm good. I got up and got a bunch of just little 
had some empty stuff done this morning already and had a productive long day yesterday. So started out, you know, a bunch of things on my task list in the morning. And thankfully, I'd taken the day yesterday. I didn't have, really have a bunch of outside commitments on my on my calendar because I, after I got the email Sunday night about the soldier thing, I thought, man, I got a bunch of logistics I need to start sorting through. So, and it worked out because I ended up having a bunch of other things on my plate that I wasn't expecting, and they wanted a bunch of information from me that I was trying to put together. And so I ended up going on my YouTube channel and just trying to backfill a few videos so they would have a place to go look at what, you know, what I'm talking about so they could get a sense of it. So... Um, so I was glad that I set up that YouTube channel a couple of weeks ago and put something on there that had a photograph and, you know, some identifying information because I really needed it yesterday when I realized I could send them links from a bunch of different things or I could just drive them to one place to look at, you know, a handful of things. So anyway, so it all worked out, but it was just stuff That's that really exciting. That's yeah. really exciting. It's like forward movement, right? And Getting all those things together and in one place, it um, doesn't it feel good? Oh, it feels really good. Yeah, it feels really good. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty stoked. I'm pretty stoked. I I feel like you know I feel like I was kind of in a holding pattern because I needed to be to heal and um and so going to the doctor Friday and kind of getting that news and then just kind of saying, okay, well, how can I get my head straight about this? And, you know, be in the space of what can I do and, you know, try and be in the space of be grateful for how much progress I've made. And the prednisone is definitely helping a lot. There's a lot more that I can do. And, awesome. you know, and I have a lot more flexibility. So I'm going to go to physical therapy this afternoon. So I'm going to ask them to take just a couple measurements of the bad sticking points again today, even though we just did it last Thursday, because I want to see if we can make a comparison of last week to this week with me being on the prednisone so that I can make a decision with a physical therapist if I should take the second round or not. So um, anyway, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. So all in all, you know, it's good. I'm kind of stacked up. I have stuff today going until seven tonight and then tomorrow I'm pretty stacked up until I think six o'clock tomorrow night starting at 8 30 in the morning so wow so it's good I mean it's all good stuff it's you know some of it's working with clients some of it's you know I have somebody coming to move some things around in the house for me um so I can kind of get my house back together after having people here for the past you know two months basically in and out so just trying to reorganize things a little bit and so I have some calls and meetings and so it's good. Good. Things are percolating. They're blooming just like the the trees over here. The trees are blooming and the flowers are blooming. Oh and the weeds, and the weeds are blooming. Making <laughs> But Those are the ones you got to watch of, out for. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. It's all part of growth, right? Mm. All part of growth. So, how's everybody else? How are you, ladies? 
I already kind of went, Amanda. Did you? A little bit. Um, I'm mostly good. I uh, I feel like I uh, I say I feel like I'm in the final shuffle, you know, before I get to play the game. So <laughs> it feels like we're talking about a holding pattern. I'm just like, you know. I was really excited about Nike last week, and fortunately, it got rescheduled to this Thursday. So, yeah, um, good. I'm just glad I spent last week trying to get all my shit together around, like, the program offerings, and I feel like I finally have something that could stay the way it is for a while, which is nice. Um, I love experimenting, but, dude, <laughs> the readjustments and how how many things have to be readjusted when you just adjust one, like, I'm over it. Um, so, yeah, I'm uh, just cranking through logistics this week. I have a retreat that starts on uh, Friday, and... Um, yeah, it's like a million things to do before, and I'm looking at my calendar like, (laughs) superpowers activate, how the hell is all this going to happen before, yeah, so it's one of those, but I was thinking about the, uh, that part of this book that we're reading, The Man Who Can, and that line about you know, it's not this or that or this or that. It's a position to be assumed. And I just keep thinking, someday this is going to be a great story that I tell from the stage, you know. The season of polarity of, like, doing all the things that to the world look, you know, really big and amazing, you know. And feel, you know, big and amazing to me, too but also knowing what has been going on in the background. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> like, it's going to be a great story. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for it to be over so I can talk about it. Um, and and so that it's over. <laughs> I really want it to be over. Um, no, it's, it's good. Things are improving. Hubby is uh, taking a class with... Um, really well-known organization up here that once he gets um, when he gets once he gets through the class, they'll help him find a job, and they're really well respected in the area, and so that's cool. He's moving forward with that, and um, it's like it's so ridiculous what happens and how quickly when our family cleans up our food, you know, like. Reduce the bread, reduce the sugar, like all that stuff. It's so, like, everyone starts glowing and they're all calm. And then we do like a cheat weekend, like we did this last weekend, and then everyone's back to being assholes. Like, God, I'm not talking to your bread brain anymore. Sorry. Go to your room. <laughs> this is not you. This is the bread brain. So, all that to say, everything seems like it's. You know, cleaning up in a good way. So, 
Good. Yeah. I like that bread brain. Yeah. I, I it's was, so true. Well, you know, I'm actually listening to the science of being great right now, which I have never, which I have never read or listened to before. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it talks a lot about, you know, having to basically get cleaned up in every area of our life, you know, including our physical lives and our food intake and all that stuff. So that makes sense because he's talking about, you know, a part of being great is, you know, being able to be in the right space and all the different functions of our our life. And so, yeah, I can, I can get that. <laughs> well, they... It feels like they create feelings for the other parts, you know? Like if my body isn't, even for me, the last two weeks, I've been doing so much um, inner light that I'm just so much work, like content work, where I'm really using my capacities at full capacity. And it drains me of minerals. I can feel it. So if I'm not up just with that, it could take me out. <laughs> Keep me from being able to really show up. So it's it's fascinating to me because it's just like they, it always creates this cap or this feeling for the other stuff that we want to do. You know, if we're too busy, then we we can't take care of our bodies and mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the first little you know snippet in this. In the you know promote yourself book, the little page on that I have on how to make connections, it talks about that by acting up to its teachings in every way you can. So basically, it's saying, you know, make the right connection with it, and success is yours, which is you know what this book is teaching. How shall you do it? By reading the book long and often, by going back to it every time you catch your confidence and purpose ebbing. And by acting up to its teachings in every way you can think of. And, you know, I mean, that goes along with a a bunch of the other stuff we've been reading about, you know, if we're a terrific person at the office and then we come home and we're crappy to our family, then we're not really, you know, it's going to undo all the the forward thinking that we did at the office because we're not – not carrying it into every area of our life. And so, you know, yeah, I can relate to bread brain. I can relate to being the person with the bread brain, frankly. So (laughs) I can identify with that. As a girl who likes her bread. Mm, May not be good for me, though. All right, so should we jump into the chapters? Or, Ellen, was there anything else you wanted to check in about? Um, not, not off the top of my head. So let's jump in. Let's jump. Let's jump. Jump. Okay. So Sorry, I have a trash truck. Huh? <laughs> I thought it was better to save you guys from the sound of the trash truck right next to me. Send the response. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Chapter one, the business attitude. Um, And, you know, I have stuff underlined right at the very beginning. You know, like causes, under like conditions, produce like effects. 
business success is an effect and cannot be an exception to the law of cause and effect. The cause of success is the man who succeeds. Something in the man has been applied to his work and has produced a certain result. And then it goes on to talk about what is in the man. Um, It's not physical strength, even though that may help. It's not intellectual ability, although, you know, for all intellectually able, do not succeed. The potency with which The potency which makes a successful man, therefore, is the power to so apply physical and mental ability as to produce results. This power must be an attitude of the man himself. It is not a special gift to a few, nor is it a rudimentary faculty which each may develop. It is a position to be assumed. If his abilities and energies are to be directed, it is the man himself who must direct them. And if he directs them, he is the potency which causes success. Well, all right then. Every man has the inherent power to direct his own abilities and energies. And every man is conscious of having this power. It is because he has it that he is capable of growth and progress. To make a successful man, it is necessary to make one who knows what things result in success and who will direct his energies to do those things. And the first essential to this is that he should assume the attitude of self-direction. I like that part. I mean, that's the part about, you know, having to get ourselves moving in a particular direction and not just leaving things to chance or, you know, destiny or horoscope. I feel like I recently had a breakthrough, and I'm, I, I don't know why, but uh, with my, I, for the past, Several years, I feel like with my my business, I have sort of well, and how do I how do I say this? Okay, this is the way I feel. This isn't what actually happened. Okay, <laughs> but the way that I've been feeling is that for the past few years, I've I've directed my daily tasks, my daily work towards like whichever way the wind was blowing in my business mm. and but part of me feels like that's sort of a normal entrepreneurial mindset yeah i mean i right like oh i can make some money over here so i'm going to quick finish this project and make some money over here and then oh i can make some money over there and um i i feel like only very recently have i really committed myself well I did actually sorry I'm rambling I'm figuring this out as I'm talking but I I I think I committed myself to the online sales the search engine optimization about a year ago I was able to double my online sales 
year over awesome. year. Thank you. That's yeah, it's great. Um, in and of itself, it's still not enough to live off, but you know, with the other aspects of my business, other sales channels, um, you know, it it I'm, I'm moving toward my goals. But recently, I have just had this breakthrough about. I'm be- I feel like I'm on a track right now of directing my energies toward, like I spent the last week or so um, taking new photographs of certain pieces. You know what? I'm rambling. I'm not really making any sense. But I, ju- I, ju- I feel, I guess I, I need to just, I need to get this out. That I, I feel like something in what we've been reading lately has like really clicked for me. Like, oh, okay. And I think it was about, um, you know, don't expect to be in the perfect situation overnight, but look around you and use the things in your present environment to grow in the direction that you want to go. Something about that clicked. And then some, some, I was talking to another online jewelry shop owner, and something she said just, she said it to me a million times, but it, it clicked with me. And it's, I don't know, I guess in a, in a nutshell, sometimes I just feel like it takes me a really long time to really put into action the simplest concept. But I'm doing it, and I, so I feel like I'm in a good place right now. Yeah, sorry that was, that, that was very rambling. Sorry. I happen to think that the simplest concepts are the hardest ones to execute. Yep. Really. Really, complexity in so many ways is just easier. What we do naturally. <laughs> mm. You know, like love your neighbor as yourself. That's a really simple idea. Now go out and try to do it. That's <laughs> the complexity. You know, like, use what's in your space. Simple idea, but it's, you know, it's a different thing to execute. So I commend you for going after the simple things. They're the hardest. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, instead of like, oh, look, a butterfly, I think I'll chase that down the merry path of <laughs> busy work for a few weeks, you know. I And I'm saying I felt like I was doing that, but <clears throat> um, I don't know. What I'm feeling, what I'm doing right now, it, it feels better. It feels more focused. I feel more integrated with my my goals, my desires, the thinking stuff and the stuff that's in my environment. I'm feeling more integration. And it it feels really good. I feel more focused in the day. I feel less anxiety because I've I've given it a good analysis of, like, what is that doing? And, uh, yeah, I just, it feels a little better. And if I feel better when I'm working, I have, I do better work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
in a, in a different, you know, energy space, basically, different vibration, so to speak. So, I don't, I don't think it's happened slow, Ellen. Say that again? What? I said I don't think it's happened slow. What we've all been trying to do with these books, I think a lot of things, you know, I think there's been a lot of, I mean, these are simple concepts, but it's, you know, they're not easy to incorporate and to act on. And I, it takes time. You know, it's like that, what's that three A's thing? Aware, wait, first we have to be aware, then we have to accept, and then we have to take action. So first we had to actually just become aware of the concepts in Wallace's uh-huh. work. And then we had to figure out, like we've been going through the thing of trying to figure out, do we accept them, do we not? Well, how do we accept them? What does it look like? You know, what does it mean? So the acceptance phase is, for me, is always longer. And when I get into trouble is when I do awareness, action, awareness, action. And there's no acceptance in the middle because then, you know, I'm not even in the space of kind of proving it out for myself and making sure I accept what is being offered and that it makes sense and that it's in alignment. And so, you know, these are dense concepts. And, you know, as my friend Ellen always reminds me, some of this work is the hardest work in the world. (laughs) Reminds me that the book says that. (laughs) I like her. Can you you give me her number? I need to call her for a pep talk later. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, I was thinking this morning about, you know, like getting a you know, getting an email Sunday night from the guy that I talked to at the military charity and then getting another email from him yesterday, hooking me up with another person and then them requesting that I send them a bunch of stuff because, you know, they sent an email out to like their, to like a group of 60 people that they know and work with, but that aren't necessarily really interested in the fishing excursions. And they got, you know, 23 people responded you know, the same day that they just asked, does anybody have any interest? And, you know, 23 people responded and said, yeah, I'm in, sign me up. And, and so, you know, so I was laughing this morning when I'm in the, you know, I'm in the bathroom getting ready. I'm like, well, shoot, I don't have the cones. So I don't, I only have part of the time and equipment. I don't have motorsports insurance. And so my, my brain went to all the logistics of how is all this stuff supposed to happen? And I thought, okay, that's not a great place for me to go because that's, that's, that's getting stuck. I'll get stuck there. So I am going to make a list of all of those things that have to be addressed. I already looked up, like, what's the price for the cones? Like, can I get them, you know, in bulk at a lower rate because they're really expensive. And then, you know, the timing equipment. I know somebody that has the big display. I have the, the actual sensors, but I don't have the display. I have a a display that sits on a table so we can know the times but it's nice if it can be on a you know on a lit up display hanging and and so I thought okay well I know somebody that's got the display that I can use and you know and they already told me that I could borrow it and then I thought you know my dad has two different trailers I can use those actually to run the generators and hook up the computers and everything to it like we used to do with our big 18 wheeler when I was you know at Jet Hot so that part's taken care of and so as soon as I just started writing down the, the list of, 
rather than freaking out about what had to be done, I just got into the energy of, well, here's all the things that need to be done. And so my job is to make the list, to get clear, and to start to taking start to take action. Because that's what the original book says, by thought, you know. If things are brought to us and by action we receive them. And so I was like, okay. So I thought the thing I wanted was brought to me and by action I'm going to receive it. So now the first phase of receiving is here. We've got somebody knocking at the door saying, yes, we're interested. And, you know, so the receiving is going to be by me continuing to take action. So, which is, you know, I did a lot of that yesterday. And then, you know, for me figuring out some of the pricing models because, you know, I have to figure out how do I want to structure the insurance because, you know, the the insurance, the way they're usually run is you buy it and then you get a series of X amount of events for that insurance. So, you know, and I have to see what it is now because it's been a couple of years since I purchased it. So, you know, I just have to divide it up and say, okay, well, I have, I'm going to have to pay X amount, but then divide it up per event is X. And so that's what the, you know, charity will have to kick in for the insurance. And, you know, I don't expect them to buy the cones. You know, that's something that's going to be on me, but they can pay for at least one of the, you know, modules of the insurance and then, you know, the track rental. And so once I started to get into the action of actually making the phone calls, reaching out, sending emails, going online, then I was in the action piece of it. And I was like, okay, this is how the receiving is going to happen. I just got to take the next one thing and the next one thing and the next one thing. And then the money part of it is going to fall into place. And then I had this idea about the TV pilot that I wanted to shoot. And I thought, hmm, maybe that's supposed to have some play in this because it would be really easy to shoot it for this kind of an event that's so localized. So I just started getting, trying to get into the place of being, you know, like the book is talking about today, self-directed. You know, assume the attitude of self-direction, get into the action, you know, I don't need to be, you know, there's all kinds of stuff in the environment. These are things I needed to do anyways, but there's a whole bunch of things I'm going to go ahead and do because I know they're going to need to get done. You know, I want to get a swag bag sponsor. I want to get a T-shirt sponsor because those things mean something to the people that are there. They like to commemorate it when they leave. It's a thing. And, you know, and I want to do a cool-looking shirt that is something people are going to want to wear, you know, and not just not not some of the ones I've seen in the past that, you know, are just like a walking advertisement. I want to do something a little bit more creative. Um, but I know people, I mean, my daughter does desktop publishing, so I'm pretty sure I could have her do the graphics for me. And, you know, I could hire her to do the graphics, and her rate's not that much, and I could end up having exactly what I want. So, you know, so for me, it was trying to get self-directing. And and take the bull by the horn, so to speak. And, you know, which is, I think, what you were doing, Ellen. I mean, it's what you've been doing, the whole SEO thing. I mean, talk about somebody who just made a decision and got self-directed and dove in, like, you know, and then signing up for this other program that you've been doing. You know, the other creative business program that you were doing. Right. And then setting up the like your accountability group or whatever it is on your own to create the thing that you wanted. Right. Yep. You know. 
And same with Amanda, right? Like, she came up with a, you know, decided she wanted to move. She made it happen. She got up in, you know, Portland. She started to create a community for herself. Like, you know, got this download for this 21-day program, and bing, bang, she was already doing it. Like, those are, that's, I believe that's part of the definition of being the self-directed. And I think that that's a lot of stuff to be getting done. And so we're getting things done in the physical world while we're getting things done in our minds and in the spiritual world. So I think that's, that's a lot of things to be incorporating in our human containers all at one time. Mm-hmm. And so I think... And the physical always takes the longest to manifest, too. Yeah. It's the densest energy, you know. Spirit downloads are fast. Mental stuff can be moved. You know, it's like you go from that super high, easy, fast vibration and just keeps getting slower and slower and slower and getting down the physical. So it just takes longer for things to show up here. But... Um, that's why, that's why it feels like, you know, nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, all the shit is happening. You're like, how did this happen? Well, (laughs) you did all of this, you know, spiritual, mental, and emotional work. And now it's in that last phase of manifestation and it's all popping at once because you did all the work to make it come, you know? Like, yeah, you grow the you grow the baby for nine and a half months, and then you have twelve hours of labor to get the thing out. It's like pretty fast, right? <laughs> or not? Or not? It doesn't feel like it, maybe, but that is fast. No, it's I mean comparatively, nine months to you know less than a day. That's fast in my book. I mean, right. Not necessarily painless, but it's fast. It's like grow, 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 grow. Bang! It's here. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then I think we push our own edge of that because we're going, I was thinking about this yesterday, like yesterday I edited a book and normally I'd have to, you know, do all this stuff and yeah, it's at a certain point of editing, but it was funny because I was like, I have to get this done because, you know, I've got this retreat and I can't be stuck in content this week and I have to blah, blah, blah. And so I'm just going to get it done before everyone wakes up on Sunday. And um, it was, like, done. And I thought, wow, why does it always used to take me so freaking long to do this? <laughs> so I think we, like, push our own, you know, with these expectations of, like, well, we should be able to get things done faster than we actually can. But then we develop the muscle, and then it can move faster. Yeah, yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah, very true. Absolutely. Well, that makes me also. Yeah, I mean, just that I'm I because in my my focus work in the past few days, I'm like I'm sitting here thinking like, why didn't you just do this a year and a half ago? Like, where what have you been doing? But like I said, like I already said, I think that a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we um, we chase the shiny thing 
you know, and, and, and I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily because, you know, when you're bootstrapping it and try to, trying to make a living, we, you know, I've had to chase the, chase the dollar a little bit, which has gotten me off track. And I've experienced different things and reached different goals in my business, uh, which has helped make it more clear about what exactly helps me to feel the best and also where to put all my energy to get the results that I really want. But it's a it's a trial and error. Like, like Abraham Hicks talks about um, contrast, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like we go out, we try a few things, and then we have some contrast. You know. And sometimes the good is the enemy of the best. You know, something that's pretty good. Like an example would be like, it's good for me to sell wholesale to little shops. But it's best for me to be making all that money in my online sales. So with a shift of my energy and focus, uh, you know, it's probably better in the long run for me to put more of my effort into growing the, the machine that is my online shop. That's one of the things I've learned through search engine optimization and all the work and the writing. Um, boy, I've, I've studied a lot. And it's not something I've wanted to – I mean, I was a little curious about it, but, you know, I didn't want to learn as in-depth as what, I, what I've, you know – I didn't want to have all this information that I have been required to have. <laughs> but it's helped point me in the right direction. And it is pretty fascinating in a sense. Like now the way that we write things, uh, we can maximize our search results by writing in a more conversational style because now a lot of people use those uh, Siri and Alexa. What do you call those things that you put in your house? An assistant? Right, and people people use a more conversational tone when they're like Siri. Uh, you know, where is the country of blah blah blah? Whatever. You, do you yeah, yeah, the voice activated. And so a lot of people are doing their so that we people are doing their searches that way. So we need to inst- it, 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 the the way that we phrase our keywords in our text should be more conversational as opposed to the way that people might put things, type things into a Google search bar. Mm. Sorry, I'm, I, I, I'm going to stop talking because this is, <laughs> anywho, my, my point being that, uh, I really don't know what my point was, but I heard myself getting nerdy and boring. I apologize. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, it's what you learned on the on the trek that's allowed you to make the decisions and take the actions you want to take for your business. That's all I heard you say. Right. I mean, 
It's what you learn to be able to take the action, which is exactly what we're talking about in this chapter is, you know, being self-directed, you know, instead of just being out there by the suggestions of others, we're taking in the information, you know, but then we're deciding what to do with that information. Oh. Receive and consider every suggestion which comes from your environment, but do not act on the suggestion. Act on your own conclusions about the suggestion. See? Simple, not rocket science, but holy crap. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have some really well-worn patterns of not doing any of that. Amen. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, that's a big thing right there. Receive and consider every suggestion which comes, but do not act on the suggestion. Act on your own conclusions about the suggestion. Oh, my God. Plaster that on my forehead. (laughs) So that's, but that's exactly what you've just been talking about you were doing. You're learning all this stuff. You're learning about the environment, and then you're deciding how to do the SEO relative to that, right? So you're taking in all this information, and you're sorting through what works for you, what doesn't, what's going on in the landscape now, and how do I take advantage of what's going on in the landscape now? That's self-directed. Yeah, it is, but if you, okay, like like fly the drone up another 10,000 feet and look down, and what, what I was talking about, like, in the beginning of my, my rambling was be, um, just being kind of bopped around, you know, uh, tossed around by all the different suggestions. Like, oh, that's a good idea. I think I'll do that. Oh, I'll go do this. Oh, I'm going to make a little bit of money here. And just sort of getting tossed around by all these different ideas. Yeah. And I, yeah, now I'm feeling like, okay. Right, like, like I found a little island. I'm sitting on the island, catching my breath, and I feel like I'm finally able to act on my own conclusions about the suggestion instead of like following the the like having this shiny new object syndrome. That's going to be the answer. That's going to give me the results I want. Oh no, that is. <laughs> oh no, that other thing is. So. Yeah, but you but you couldn't have gotten there without all that, you know. You have to test it out for yourself, and that's what you've been doing. Like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. That's not being tossed around. That's following the breadcrumbs, I think. Yeah, and thank you for rephrasing that. I I think I'm uh, that my I I need to have more patience with myself. It's easy for me to get into judgment about. Why didn't you do this sooner? You could have figured it this out earlier. Thank you. I appreciate that, Amanda. Yeah, it's all part of the learning process. It is true. And, I mean, right, like, if it was easy to figure out what the next right step is, everyone would do it. True story. (laughs) But, it's simple. It's simple, so it's harder.
Yeah. So I'm feeling better about myself as an entrepreneur in this moment. I'm feeling um, a, a very noticeable lack of confusion or lack of anxiety about the action that I'm taking on a daily basis. And uh, I feel better. I feel like I'm doing the next indicated step. Yeah. That's such a freaking good, oh, my God, it's such a good feeling. Oh, my God. And honoring my energy, the ebb and flow of my energy during the day. Like, I crash off, like, at least once or twice a week. I'll crash in the afternoon. I don't know why, but I don't know if it's an expenditure of mental energy or, like, if it's cloudy or what it is, but I've just learned to honor that. You know, and then if I let myself rest, then I, you know, I get another burst of energy. And it's not like I'm not putting in the hours, you know. I just think I expect so much of myself. I expect so much focus time and energy of myself. Which is fine. I, I, I like that. But I, you know. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> you're, you're in the process. I think what you just, what you just talked about, like it's basically like the last line in this chapter. Digest and assimilate suggestions as you digest and assimilate food. Make them a part of your own thoughts before you use them and learn to reject any that are indigestible. <laughs> oh, take this. That's, but we no, that's, right, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Pardon? I, that's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> right there. It's right there. First we had to, like, take some in and figure it out and go, okay, now, you know, I tried some of them, and so now I can look at it and – you know, it's it's kind of like the and you know, I mean, I like to try and find ways to lighten it for myself. I know I have a thing, you know, when I know that I have a characteristic that can lend me to be hard on myself. So, like, you know, Amanda and I were talking about this the other day. You know, when I'm doing something new, I always have this little, you know, who do you think you are choir that starts singing in my head. Like, who do you think you are to do this? Who do you think you are to do that? And so when that question starts, I know I'm headed in a good direction <laughs> because the choir is going, we're scared. And, um, and so it's good for me to see that when all that chirping starts to happen, it probably means I'm on a good thread for myself. And, and it's asking me, like, who do you think you are to step into that spot? And, you know, well, I'm just me stepping into that spot. And so, you know, so you tried some shiny objects to figure out, to do your sorting. You know, you tasted some things and digested it. And some of it digested okay and some of it didn't. And, you know, so it's part of the selection process. And, you know, it's, it's, um, and Dr. Deming talks about this in his theory, which his theory is, 
you know, there's nothing controversial in his stuff and this stuff. And he has his, his theory, which has four components, and then he has 14 points, which support the four concepts of the theory. And one of the 14 points is constancy of purpose. And, you know, that a business has to have constancy of purpose. They have to know what their purpose is and the actions that they're taking need to be in the direction of what their purpose is. What is it that they're trying to do? And, you know, what, what is the aim of that business system? What's it trying to accomplish? And then are the actions I'm about to take in support of or, or in conflict with the aim of that business? And that's been a really helpful thing for me to say, okay, is this in support of or in conflict with? what I'm really trying to do. And sometimes I don't know the answer. Sometimes I'm not sure because it isn't a straight line. And if I, if my answer to myself is I'm not sure, but I'm gonna go ahead and take this action and get that feedback. You know, I'm gonna do this thing because I'm not sure, and then I'm gonna get feedback after I do it. And that's gonna help me know, that was, that trail, that, was that trail of breadcrumbs, you know, gonna get me further on the path? And the reality is it always does because it gives me information and I'm still going to know, okay, well, I tried that way. That didn't work, at least not at that time in that way. And so I don't have to wonder about it anymore. And it doesn't have to take space in my brain with me wondering about it. Um, wow. It, it's That's really true. Yep. Yep. And there's a lot of value for me in not having that question hanging in there because the question takes up energy. And, you know, so sometimes I just have to try things. If I'm really unclear, um, you know, I kind of have to figure it out. I have to try it for myself. And, you know, it was interesting, about, especially talking about this topic of self-directing. I was talking to my daughter on the phone last night, and she's having to make some decisions that a lot of people don't agree with and don't support. But she, inside of herself, knows it's what she needs to do for herself to figure the situation out. So she knows she has to do these things that she's embarking on, even though most of the people in her circle don't agree. And they're based, and some of them are basically just telling her, you're wrong for doing this. Um, I won't go into details, but so she said to me, because I've told her before that you're going, to have, you're going to come to points in your life when you have to make your own decisions, even though all the chatter around you is telling you to do something different. You have to turn down the volume on all of that and determine yourself uh -huh. what is the thing that you need to do. And sometimes those moments are going to be really, really lonely and scary and awkward because it's hard to be making a decision that everyone else disagrees with or questions. And so you have to have the personality structure to be able to do that when you know it's right, when you know inside of yourself, even if you don't know why you have to do it, you just know that you have to do it. And there are going to come moments in your life when that happens and it's okay to do the thing you need to do for you, regardless of whether anybody else on the planet understands it or not. 
if you are crystal clear, it's what you need to do for yourself. And so she said, you know what? You've told me that many times across my, you know, teenage and young adult years. And she said, I actually never, I kind of understood it, but I didn't really understand it. And now I'm in the situation I'm in, and I totally, totally get it. Because I am having to make this decision in this moment in a way that's right for me, regardless of the external circumstances. And I said, exactly. And, and I told her, you're strong enough to do this. You are strong enough to make the decisions you need to make for you. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Not me, not your dad, not, you know, not your sibling, not your best friend. If you are so clear internally, it's the action you need to take, even though you won't know how it's going to turn out. And, you know, I mean, talk about that self-direction right there, man. I mean, that's some next-level self-direction right there. And, you know, she said, I actually can look back now, and I can see moments in your life when you did things that nobody else agreed with but you knew you had to do it. And she said, I get it now. I get now why you were making that decision. Even if it didn't turn out the way you hoped, you still had to do it. And I said, right. That's just being self-determining. You're you're doing the thing. You're letting, you're taking the divine guidance, but nobody else can know what your divine guidance is, not all the time. And, you know, so I thought it was interesting that this was the chapter we were on, and then here I have this person in my life who's making, like, these really hard decisions based on self-direction and being connected with what they believe really is the right thing for them to do between them and God in the situation. And it was really inspiring, you know. It was really inspiring. And so, you know, shoot, it's not always easy for me to do it. and a lot of times it doesn't turn out the way that I thought it would. But I always get what I need to get. (laughs) Even if it feels like a broken wrist, I still got what I needed to get. Self-direction stuff, that's like, that's hard. Bless you. Yeah, I I have many examples of that. It's the next indicated step. Yeah. The next indicated step. And often, in my experience, it's the person I become or the skills that I learn through taking that action that helped me on my path. Not necessarily getting the outcome that I wanted, but yeah. The person that I become, right? The, it usually strengthens me in a way that I hadn't been st- strong before, or it teaches me a skill um, that I that I need in my in my journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's you know the part in this chapter that Amanda loves about making our own horoscopes. If we don't like the one we have, let's make a better one. That's what it says right here. (laughs) I have to to tell Ellen, I had to call, I had to call Cheryl last week because I was having a meltdown because one of my clients was like, 
oh, my God, my spiritual teacher told me I have to have this book done by my birthday. And I was like, okay, why? And she was like, I've, I've failed in all of my other lifetimes, and I can't fail this one. I'm like, well, technically the book is written. I mean, what was the deal that you made with the universe this lifetime? Was it like you were going to have it scripted, or is this like leather-bound that it needed to be by this point in the year? And she was like, I don't know. I'm like, it's done. You wrote it. It's great. Like, chill out. And well, my spiritual teacher is like called <laughs> called Cheryl. And I was like, I'm gonna write a blog called Ten Reasons, Ten Ten Ways to Know If You Need a New Spiritual Teacher. Um, but but the point was was that I sent her that little horoscope quote from the chapter after I got off the phone. And I was like, this is what I was thinking about while you were talking. And she and she was like, touche. <laughs> and I was like, right. <laughs> you are part of this universe. You get a say in how it goes. And um, and maybe if you just spent more time in action than in anxiety around what your stupid spiritual teacher was telling you, then you'd feel better. Anyway. You guys, well, I have to hop off because I'm committed to it. Eight o'clock this morning that I can't, I couldn't get out of. So I have to go. But Let, can I just make one quick comment? Oh, for sure. That's like that's. I love that you shared that, and it, it's people. It's when people hop around between different. Instead of getting, you know, the, they take all this different advice instead of getting in tune with their own. They yep. get themselves all knotted up and confused. Yeah. Yeah. Which was which was her whole thing through this entire journey of the writing. So it didn't surprise me that it came up, you know. Mm. Anyway. I love you guys and um I will I'll let you guys know how Nike goes. Yeah. You I'm think, excited to hear You think about me on Thursday in the afternoon. Oh, definitely. I'll be thinking. I up earlier because I have to find the actual location on that million mile campus. First. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get there like two hours early just to figure out where the hell it is. Well, good luck. I know you'll be great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're gonna be great. Have fun. Okay. Okay. I will. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Cheryl, are you still there? I am. Yep. I am. I am. What a great chapter. Wait, is that a, yeah. the only didn't, didn't we read another chapter too? Chapter two, What You Desire? Um, no, I think it's just the intro in chapter one. I think. Okay. Well, that's all I read anyways. Let me look at the, let me look at the schedule in here. No, you're right. Yeah, intro and chapter one. And the next week is chapter two and three. So we have two chapters next week, two and three. So oh, all right. All right. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Well, I'm, I, I meant, meant to say I'm happy to hear that the Christmas zone is helping. And I... I very interested to hear about having the measurements done. I think that's so smart. 
say that again? Um, I was just saying that I'm happy to hear you're getting relief with the drug. Oh, and yeah. I, it's so, uh, it'll be so interesting to see if the measurements show, like, reduced inflammation. Yeah. What you were saying at the beginning, you're yeah. going to have them measure again. Yeah, I thought that maybe that would be a, a way to know, you know, at, get some information, a way to access some information about where we're at with it. So, because um, they do the measurements every so often. And so I thought, well, let's see if we can do one. And I don't know if she'll do it, but I'm going to ask. And even if we just do a couple, it'll only take a minute. So I don't I don't think there's any reason why we wouldn't. Um, so, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that I got to talk to my friend and kind of get that behind me because that was weighing on me a little bit. So, you know, just knowing that I needed to have the conversation. So, um, so I'm relieved to have chatted with her and put that. I don't think you shared that with me. Oh, the um, I I thought I talked to you about it. The um, the energy in my room, the bringing the. You told me, but you didn't tell me you talked to her. Oh, I thought I texted it. I thought I texted it the other day. Um, yeah, I didn't I get talk- you did. Oh. But you did talk. You talked to me in depth about it after it happened. And- yeah. Yeah, I um I yeah, I talked I just you know, I just brought it up and said I just need to talk to you about something because I got my feelings hurt. And she said, Oh no. And I said, Yeah, and she goes, Wait a minute. Was it something I did? And I said, Well, it was a situation that happened when you were here. And my feelings got hurt and and because your friendship is so important to me, I need to talk to you about it so that I can move past it. Um, and so she said, yeah. And so I told her what it was, you know, that it was, it was the, you know, doing that webinar in my space, da-da-da. And, and so she said, well, can I explain? And I said, well, actually, I just need you to hear me out first um, so that I know that I was heard before we kind of discuss it. I just first need to like feel like I'm heard and then it would be happy to discuss. But I thought if we just got into the discussion right away, I was going to end up not feeling heard and then it wasn't going to leave me. And so, um, and so I told her that, you know, the thing that's really important to me and that, you know, that I'm, that is desperately important to me is that this not get in the way of my friendship with her. Um, this situation, particularly with this particular person slash group, um, I don't want it to have a cost in my friendship with her. And that's why I need to bring it up because, you know, I love my friend enough to want to be able to talk about it and just be open about it. And I told her I know there was no intent and I, that I know how considerate she is and and how much I love her and that it felt like somebody that I don't have trust or trust in and regard for was invited into my sacred space. And that was really hard for me. Yeah. Um, and so, and then she, 
And so, um, so she heard what I was saying, and then she, you know, she said, "I'm, I'm sorry that I'm sorry that, you know, that me doing that hurt your feelings. I'm sorry that you're, you, you know, that your feelings were hurt with that." And she said, "I have to tell you that it was really awkward for me too. I had signed up for that webinar way before I knew I was coming to your house, and then I didn't know how to handle it." Oh, oh. So there were, I mean, at least there was a, a consciousness around it. Yeah. Like she, she wasn't just clueless and thinking, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, myself in those situations, I sometimes am <laughs> guilty of thinking that the person has bad intentions, you know. Yeah. So. And, no, and, and truly, most of the people in my life, I don't, I, I don't make that assumption. Otherwise, I don't know why I would have them in my life in the first place. Like, if, you know, because I, I, I wouldn't, I don't want people in my inner circle that I'm questioning their intentions. And I just want to know that, you know, even if they do something that's hurtful, what I, what I default to is that it might be my, their wound and my wound getting tied up with each other. Right. But that, but that's different than somebody having malicious intent. So somebody might even lash out at me, but it's not so much that they're lashing out at me is that their pain has caused them to, you know, do something. And so um, but she said she was really glad that I brought it up and that, you know, but then she, you know, explained to me her side, which was really sweet and, you know, and how it was for her and that, you know, and then she didn't know how to say anything about it, and then she did the webinar and then realized afterwards that if she didn't tell me what the webinar was, she was actually going to feel like lying to me all weekend, and that felt horrible because we've never had a relationship where we couldn't be honest with each other about things. And she said, so then I ended up saying something because that felt <laughs> not saying something. But then it was, you know, she said, and then that was awkward, and you know, and I just said, yeah, I understand. It was awkward, and I, I, I could see it. I could see that it was awkward for you. I know it was awkward for me, and at the time, I wasn't in the place where I could actually talk to you about it. So I, and so I said, I, I just had to kind of figure out for myself: is this something that I'm going to just be able to let go on my own, or do I need to talk to her about it? And ultimately, I determined I needed to talk to you about it. And you know, and so when I said, so that you understand. I my very personal space to you. And then it happened inside my sacred personal space. And as soon as I'm sorry. It was like, my oh my God. Are you okay? Yes, I was um yeah. No, I just I kind of laughed and then I stifled it. It not not like a ha ha that funny laugh, but just the ridiculousness of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it couldn't have happened in a worse place kind of thing. Every, right, everything yeah. about it. And so as soon as I articulated specifically that I had gone out of my comfort zone and put her into my sacred space, and then where she did the webinar was right in the middle of my sacred space, and she just said, oh, shit. She goes, I'm so, now I totally get it. I totally, totally, totally get what you were saying to me. She was like, I, it, I didn't even, I, it didn't even, 
I was just thinking, go off in the in the room, you know, sit in, you know, sit on the futon, try and talk as soft as possible, turn the volume down low so it wasn't like, you know, filtering through your whole house. And so she said, I ended up doing the opposite of what was the thing that actually would have been helpful to you. But I was doing it thinking I was confining all that energy to one little spot. And I said, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that you're even thinking that way. And it also just happens that the one spot was the most sensitive spot in my entire house. And she goes, I totally understand now. I wasn't even, I didn't pick up on that until just now when you said it, that that's what you're saying to me. And you're right. I am so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I would have never wanted to do that to you. And I screwed up. And I'm so sorry that I hurt you. And so as soon as she really understood all of the all of the layers to it, she I mean it was she was totally was like just open and let her you know there was no guard around it there was no she's like I'm really really sorry and I said you know what I appreciate that and I know it wasn't malicious and you know I said to think about you being in there and trying to be so small and so quiet and all that stuff it kind of hurts my heart a little bit because that's never what I would want for one of my people. And so it hurts my heart to think that you were in there, you know, doing all these gyrations. And, you know, I said, so it's just information for us. You know, if we, if we would have talked about it ahead of time before the webinar, you know, then we could have figured it out. And it's okay. We didn't know then, but now we know. And so now in the future, it would be good for us to talk about these things before so that we would both be able to have a discussion about it. And she said, no, I absolutely agree. I, I agree. And I said, look, you know, just because I don't, I don't care for her and I don't follow her stuff, if it means something to you, I 100% support you doing what you need to do for you. And if you feel like this is the thread you need to follow right now, I would never want to rob you of that. Never in a million years. And I don't want you to think that I feel some kind of way about you because you're following that thread. I just don't want to hear about that thread. That's all. I, I mean, I don't want you to feel like you can't tell me that you're doing it, but I don't want any details, and I don't want to talk about her. You know, I, anything else is fine. So I don't want you to feel like you can't tell me you're getting something meaningful out of it, but I don't need the details. And she's like, that's totally fair. It's totally fair. I totally respect that, and I actually really appreciate that you're saying that, and I appreciate that you want me to have what I want and that you don't want me to feel funny about it. And I said, I don't. I just don't want to be a part of it, you know, because I, I just have a different perspective than you. And she's like, it's totally fair, and I totally respect that. And I said, so, you know, in the future, this can't be a, this has got to be a, you know, free zone from that stuff. We'll have to figure out another solution. And she was like, totally fair. And so now I feel like it'll be so much easier to talk about it because I don't, you know, because now I don't, she doesn't have to feel awkward that I'm judging her or not supporting what she's doing for herself. And I now feel like I can more easily say, you know, time out. That's a, you know, this is a, this is a, you know, Lisa free zone. So, you know, we can talk about anything else, but, you know, abort, abort. And I feel like I can be playful about it. So, you know, so at the end of the day, I was really proud of both of us for the way that we both handled it. And, you know, I felt like I was able to stand my ground but be really loving about it and firm and respectful. And I felt like she was very much the same. 
And I mean, it's why she's a close friend, right? So, you know, so I'm super proud of them for getting through something that, you know, had the potential to not <laughs> be gotten through quite so uh, lovingly, I guess I'll say. You know, it had the potential to go different ways because you never know. So, um, so all in all, I'm actually really proud of myself for saying what I needed to say and for the way that I said it and for being the kind of friend who had the courage to say it. Um, so I'm, I'm proud of me for that, and I'm proud of her for being the kind of friend that could hear it and engage in the conversation and be loving and be considerate and, you know, and hear how I felt about it and, you know, be respectful of that. So, yeah, all in all, worked out all right. Well, good. That is such a great story. Communication, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. So I, that's what I, I, I had a boss, uh, one of my favorite bosses, Scott DeMolin. He taught me, uh, he would say, Ellen, tell the truth faster. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd be like, but, 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 but it's such a, it's, I mean, easier said than done, right? I mean, in the moment when an unexpected situation like that comes up, it's really normal to feel sort of frozen. Like how I've never been in this situation. How do I handle it? What, what do I say? I mean, what could you possibly have done? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know who the webinar was was with, so there was, you know, I really couldn't have, I, I only could do what I could do after the fact, and, you know, and I wasn't, I was kind of like her. I was, it was awkward, and I didn't really know what to do, you know, and so I just had to circle the wagons, as, she, as did she, and, you know, so, yeah, it was, but now we've talked about it, and that's what we agreed, now we've talked about it, so now we'll know to talk about it ahead of time in the future, and, you know, it'll be okay learning everybody's learning everybody is learning yep yep good for you that's that's inspiring i'm relieved i'm relieved i don't i don't like having stuff like that hanging out there so yeah well i'm gonna and i have my first um session with my coaching client my pilot coaching client today so I do that also. How's your coaching client thing going? How is that going for you? Um, she's good. She's pretty good. She had a, a bit of a, a little bit of a rough spot. I asked, I asked her to do my, I have a little, a short little workshop on writing your own personal mission statement. Uh-huh. And in order to do it, there's part of the exercise is to write down uh things that you like about yourself, qualities that you have. And she really had a hard time with that. Uh, it, yeah. it made me really sad. And, well, I mean, it made me a little sad. I'll just say that. But, I, but I've run into it before. It just kind of caught me off guard. I didn't think she'd have a hard time with it. But she was really upset. I got to talk to you. I got to talk to you this morning. And, um <clears throat> Yeah, she, she, and then she she bounced back. I I talked her through it, and I you know I said, this is why, you know, this is why we do it to push through our resistance. 
Yeah. I, I, I said, yeah, if it was easy, everyone would do it. But it's really, really valuable. And then I directed her to ask for feedback from some friends. And I, once a person starts to hear positive feedback from their friends, family, associates, then they can get into more of a space of self-love. Yeah. And all, you know, all of the exercises that I give a coaching client to do, they tell me more, the way that they go through the exercise tells me more about the client than the actual exercise. Oh, interesting. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's That's not really it's not what happens to you, it's it's how you handle it. She yeah. just is super uncomfortable saying nice things about herself. Mm. And then and then the weekend she was gonna last weekend she was supposed to reach out to friends and associates for positive feedback. Her her knee jerk reaction was to ask for positive input from these two people at work, a boss and a coworker who she doesn't have a good relationship with. Well, it's just, it's interesting. And I, I said, well, you can ask them, but just realize that based on their track record, they, they may not be kind. If you really want to subject yourself to that, um, go ahead, you'll get good information. But I really recommend asking people that you trust. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. I think, anyway, I could talk a lot about her, but it's very interesting. Betty, Betty, Betty. Yeah. And then, and then she got sick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right? I could have I totally predicted that. Right? Sometimes when we come up against oh, yeah. our own resistance, right, our body goes like, no way. Do not enter. Do not enter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a cute visual. Yes, that is so true. So true. Oh, my gosh. You are right. Yeah. So have a great time with your client today. That's exciting. I Thank think you. it's wonderful. Yeah, I think it'll be good. It's going to, you know, it'll be good. good process for me to get myself started and start to... You know, it's kind of like the opposite of what you're talking about, right? So she, your client's going out and asking other people. It's pilot, right? So it's me convincing myself what I can offer, what it's going to look like. So then I can build a financial model and, you know, do all of that. And I kind of have a thumbnail sketch of what the financial model would look like because it'll be similar to what it would be like if I'm doing a day of consulting. It'll be somewhere similar to that range because, information will be somewhat similar, just delivery mechanism will be a little different, but I just want to prove it to myself. So I have, a, you know, a client that I'm working with, it's just the straight up Deming stuff and I'm doing him virtually. That started last week. And now this is a different client where I'm going to do Deming, but also I'm going to do more of a hybrid of all the stuff I want to do, which is bringing in like SOGR and spirituality and business and all of that, all with the same client. So, you know, I'll have the two kind of polarities going on and to be able to see what it's like. So it'll be nice to have the contrast of both of those things going on at the same time. So it's me 
you know, it's me proving to myself some things. And, you know, and I relate to your client. I mean, I remember the first time my very first Al-Anon sponsor asked me to write an asset list. And I was like, well, I like my eyes and my hair. Like, that was all I could come up with for myself. And, you know, that was sad. But, you know, so I actually have that little, you know, that blueprint for progress from Al-Anon. And it gives the, you know, character asset it gives a list of character assets and then shortcomings and basically they're just polarities of each other and so that's one of the things regardless of which program the person is that I'm sponsoring when we do inventory work I always ask them to take that list so that they can see for themselves their shortcomings but so also I ask them to make a list of all of their assets and I remind them it doesn't mean you have to be practicing that asset every minute of every day without ever failing or being human but, you know, by and large, are you someone who's considerate? By and large, you know, are you someone who's adventurous? Some people are, some people aren't. So whatever the attributes are. So, um, yeah, so that's, you know, so the pilots would be good for me to figure that out. And it's funny to sometimes have, you know, someone else tell you what the thing is that, like, you bring to their life that you didn't realize, you know? Like that, um, that interview thing that I did with Amanda, you know, where she said that, you know, one of the main things that I brought to the experience with her is, you know, to like, it's okay for us to have fun and keep it light. Like, it doesn't always have to be so serious and so heavy. And, you know, it's, it's okay to have fun. And I thought, wow, that's a huge compliment. Like, because I, I, gen, I mean, I genuinely do just, I would rather, if there's a fun way or a hard way, I'd always rather do it the fun way. Like, the fun way could be hard, but I'd still be rather be laughing while we're doing it, even if it's hard. So, um, that meant a lot, you know, to know that that was, that was the experience of, of, you know, what, that was one of her experiences with me. So, you know, it was just coincidental. I wasn't expecting her to say that. It just kind of came up in the course of the conversation. So I think it's good to get those beautiful little surprises and, you know, and liking ourselves is important. It's taken me a long time to be able to do that. It's a hard job. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was very hard because of the way that I was uh, raised. Yeah. Yeah. Ditto. I mean, I knew my parents loved me, but, you know, it's just a very, it was a very um, polar opposites kind of experience. You know, things were either great or they were not good. And when they were not good, it was really not good. So, you know, growing up in a, in a home of polarity was weird. So, But I don't have that today. I'm in my own good. home. And good. I'm walking and I love it. Good. Love it. So, all right. Well, suppose we should get on with our days. Yeah. Have a great one, and I look forward to seeing uh, seeing what's happening in the text thread. Thank you. Me too. I, I always I love our text thread. It's like a lot of texts. I I'm like, oh god, they're interrupting me. But anything that pops through from you two. I'm, I want it's it's it adds to my day in a positive way, and, and I love it. I just that's love how it. I feel too. Yeah, it's a touchstone. 
I it's a great touchstone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you so okay. much, and have a great one. It started hailing while, while we were talking. No. Oh, yes, yeah, seriously. I'll send you a pic. I, I snapped a picture while, while you were sharing your story with me. But I didn't want to interrupt you. I was listening to you. Well, well <laughs> it's like going to be, yeah, it's going to be 60 here today. I think it was 70 yesterday. So, yeah, we're having opposite worlds. I think you guys are having our weather. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, kind of. I, I mean, I'm sorry, I, but also, I like having it, so. Yeah. No, I'm happy for you. <laughs> I really am. I don't mind it. I don't mind Thanks. it. But I, I am bundled up. <laughs> All right, send me, sweetie. The, send me that photo. I want to see it. Oh, yeah, I'm sending it to you. You're not going to believe it. <laughs> Have a good one. Thanks, you too, Take sweetie. Care. Okay. Bye. Bye.